0: Welcome to the Surviving Separation podcast, proudly brought to you by Family Law Matters. We believe in making a positive change to the way people are touched by separation and divorce. We want you to survive your separation and thrive. This podcast is our contribution to making that happen, especially for you. Hi there, I'm Antonella Sanderson, the Principal Solicitor, Founder and Chief Conflict Healer at Family Law Matters. A couple of months back, I collaborated with a dear friend of mine, Joel Curtis, on an article about men's mental health during separation and divorce. Not only did it coincide with the Men's Mental Health Week but I was moved to do something about the vast number of really wonderful men out there, some of whom are my clients, who struggle during the challenging times of family breakdown. There is still such a reluctance by our great blokes out there to put their hands up and reach for support. Joel Curtis is a clinical psychologist and a great bloke at that we figured by putting our heads together, we could encourage those guys out there to understand the enormous benefits that are waiting for you when you reach out for support and learn some new skills as part and parcel of a separation. Joel, welcome along to the podcast. Thanks
1: very much for having me, Antonella. I appreciate the opportunity to have a chat.
0: Now it's no secret that men tend to put on a bit of a brave face and try and keep their emotions hidden when they're going through a tough time yep. and separation is probably one of the toughest times mm. that we can go through. Yep. Tell us a little bit about the cycle of grief that you can experience.
1: Yeah, it's a little bit of a unique one, particularly for us blokes because most men aren't that in tune with their emotions and So they mm. really find it difficult to hone in on some of those feelings that they're experiencing. But unlike the books will tell you or unlike you know your your parents might have told you blokes do have feelings and that Mm -hmm. grief cycle is something that's really detrimental to guys and if they ignore that or don't pick up on the warning signs it can really destroy them and can really impact on their future relationships with their you know their kids or people in the future so it's really important for guys that you understand that you are going to feel grief and loss around a separation yeah and, and that's like a,
0: perfectly normal oh, absolutely. isn't it it's normal. To, to yeah feel that. absolutely what are some of those warning signs when it goes beyond yeah. sort of a normal feeling angry yeah. or whatever at what point
1: changes in behavior is the thing i look for as a psychologist so and that might be things where you might find yourself that you used to be very outgoing and you might catch yourself as a bloke being a little bit more introverted mm. or if you're a little bit more introverted you might catch yourself acting out a little bit more and going to the pub a bit more or mm. doing things that you wouldn't normally do dabbling in other things that aren't good for you so it's mm. more about just identifying changes in behavior and to another for any blokes out there listening i would just encourage you to step back a little bit and as you said understand that changes are normal Mm. and you want to look for anything that might be sort of getting a little bit out of hand either too much or not enough so that's that real good indicator that something isn't quite right
0: right so in that scenario where something is getting a little bit out of hand Mm. or it's not quite right how can we help our our fellas keep their emotions yeah. in check?
1: Well, as blokes, again, we're supposed to keep on keeping on. We're supposed to be big and strong and mm. tough and obviously put on a brave face. And, Such a terrible oh, standard. It's it like absolutely, is, absolutely yeah. is. Yeah, it sure is. And, and unfortunately, we don't help ourselves because mm. you might reach out to a mate and he may not know what to say to you or he may not know how to help you or mm. he may have gone through something similar and he may be giving you the sort of his version of advice, which may not be the best version. Yeah, so that's always as, a risk, oh, isn't it? Ben? Absolutely, <laughs> you take something small and turn it into something Yeah, out. indeed. Well, yeah, exactly right. So the first thing as a guy I would suggest, you just have to be prepared to feel your feelings. Yep. And again, we're not supposed to, but as guys, mm-hmm. I just really want to reassure anyone out there listening that if you have got some emotions around what's happening, that is okay Mm. and you need to give yourself space and time. Right. And part of that might be reaching out to friends, part of that might be reaching out to numerous resources, whether Mm. that's online or over the phone or come and see a psychologist, do some counselling. Right. That might be your step, but it's really important as blokes that you sit still and give yourself a bit of space. Mm.
0: Fantastic. Well, it's really about... um, you're putting themselves first a bit, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, speaking about putting putting yourself first, I guess one of the issues that we see from from our practice is that sometimes that goes uh, over and above putting the needs of the putting the needs of the children yes. first. Yeah. And I think there's a bit of a fine line between putting yourself first and looking after yourself. Of course. And overstepping, doing the right thing for your kids. Yes. Can you give us a bit of an idea of what's the best way to manage that and keeping your kids' needs and their best interests yeah. ahead of your own?
1: And that can be quite hard when it's uh, an emotional situation, like separating yeah. from a partner. And that doesn't matter whether it's been driven by you or been driven by them or it's mm. mutual. There is always going to be a, an element of strong emotion there. And yeah. So I really encourage blokes particularly, once you've had that time to step out and step back and understand your emotions, you have to be prepared to step forward slowly mm. and part of that is putting your kids in the frame because some blokes don't help themselves they might tend to just disappear from the scene because they might have some angst with the next partner or yeah. there could be some family dynamics going on there so they probably might get in the path of disappearing altogether yeah. which i don't advocate at all that is that's really like, challenging for oh, the children absolutely yeah. there's nothing yeah. to be gained by that mm. and i appreciate you know these are general terms and some yeah. people listening to might say well that doesn't work in my situation mm. but what I'm encouraging is not stepping back no matter how hard that is mm. you've got to keep stepping forward slowly into that situation you've really got to keep front and center for your kids some guys then might go over the top and want to be the good time dad and want to you know take the kids out to amusement parks or yeah. take them out overseas or do all the fun things and that mm. can be detrimental as well because I know you might want to you know, enjoy your kids when you've got them, but then mm. that sets up that expectation that every time they see you, they get something, they're doing something, it's all good times, yeah, and then it's
0: Disneyland. exactly yeah. right. You're yeah. a good
1: parent, and the ex is a bad parent, and you just yeah. don't want to do that to your children because that mm. can put them in the middle.
0: Going back to that comment as well about um, you know, being absent and and mm. um, you know, going into the cave yes. you're almost um sometimes we see that that occurs in situations where you just don't want to have contact with your ex yes but from our perspective there are ways that we can build time with your children where you don't need to come into contact with your ex Absolutely. having a, a parenting plan in place means yep. that you know you're going to pick the kids up at this time yes from school or from preschool And that way there's no actual face-to-face contact. There's lots of ways that can be achieved to try and help keep those emotions in track.
1: As a bloke, you just have to have the courage to reach out and ask for help. And that's what we're not so good at. And that's what literally can tear blokes and destroy Mm. blokes lives because we want to try and manage it all ourselves and you're absolutely right internal if you've got the right sort of solicitor or or legal advice guiding you around Mm. that should be the first thing that they're talking to you about I appreciate you might want to talk about assets and you might want to talk about all those financial things Mm. but realistically getting the parenting plans, getting the children squared away Mm. I would really advocate as a psychologist your mental well-being for the kids mental well-being square that away as quickly and effectively as you can so that is perfect advice
0: for sure now on that front of coming into contact with your ex that's uh, that's always a difficult one and uh, communication can Mm. probably seem a little bit impossible at first (laughs) when you're going in the throes of separation how important is good contact and cooperation it's paramount
1: it really is, and I don't want to steer away from that. And I, again, I can get that people listening to this might say, well, you don't know my ex, and you don't understand the mm. situation, and she did this, or you know, he did that, or I, I get there's a whole gamut of stuff that has happened. But realistically, if there are kids involved in the situation, you have an absolute obligation to keep as calm and as balanced and rational a mm. relationship with your ex as humanly possible. Yeah. Because you may not be husband and wife, you may not be partners anymore, you may not be married, but you'll always be someone's mum and you'll always be someone's dad. Yeah, and that won't so change true. because there's baptisms and there's confirmations and there's yeah. school graduations and weddings and. That's
0: right, grandchildren. And grandchildren and absolutely. It yeah. so doesn't gonna, stop at It at okay. does not, absolutely Definitely does not.
1: So that is paramount. And what I would mm. say to most guys is you just have to step out of your own angst. and just put the fact that you want your kids in your life Mm. and I get that's difficult but you want to make sure you're not doing anything to derail your opportunity to stay front and center in your children's life even if it's done every second weekend or two days a fortnight or whatever it might be it's critical that whatever you can achieve in terms of time that you use that the right way
0: yeah from our perspective um, one of the things I'd probably add to that is um, we see a lot of really uh, unsavoury text messages and yep. emails. Now, that's all written communication. Yep. And we often say to our clients that you've really got to be mindful of what you're putting in a communication. Yes. If you don't think you'd want a judge to read that on the back of an affidavit, don't yep. send
1: it. Exactly right.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, so again, sort of... Getting an, getting an email, getting a text message, yeah. sleeping on it, waiting before you respond exactly or right. wash it through someone else exactly first. Right. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. You Keep did. that. Don't detriment your communication. Oh, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Look,
1: even the verbal stuff, I mean, obviously, if it's not been recorded, doesn't mean it's yeah. any less impactful. That's but right. Anything yeah. that is actually in concrete, mm. be extremely careful, careful, as you say. Just have a think about psychologically mm. what that's going to do down the track yeah. and then sometimes you get worse situations where one parent might run the other parent into mm. the ground through their children and mm. you want to be very mindful of that so it's not yeah. just your communication with your ex but it's communication with your kids the kids don't need yeah. to be in the middle of whatever's happening between mum and dad they still want to love mum they still want to love dad that's they so do not true. feel yeah. like they want to have to choose so please mm. don't make your kids choose who they love more because that's just that ends badly for everyone.
0: That is a really good point. And, and something that um, through the throes of a separation, yeah. sometimes you can lose sight oh, of that. Absolutely yeah.
1: you can. And I, and I get why that happens, absolutely. Yeah. But I just want to encourage everyone listening, male, or female, to just be very careful mm. that you'll always find that, you know, kids will become difficult if mum and dad are difficult, if mum mm. and dad can at least still be professional at best that will make the kids a lot more calmer. So if your kids are a bit up and down, yes, okay, the separation can impact on that, Mm -hmm. but you as parents, the way you communicate or don't communicate or the way you go about things can have a big bearing on your children.
0: Indeed, it's, it's almost like, you have that power to set the temperature for your children so if you set that good example of positive interactions and keeping calm that will just rub off on the children absolutely
1: absolutely and it's easier said than done because as you can appreciate you've probably seen a lot of less than uh, savory things happening (laughs) but you want to remember that if you're going down that rabbit hole with your ex Mm. you're as guilty as they are of inflaming situations you might as a bloke go i've got to defend myself and I can't let my ex talk to me like that, or I can't let, I, I, as a bloke, I get that. But again, you've just got to have the courage to step that aside mm. and understand exactly that, that the temperature, the temperament, the environment is 100% in your control when your kids are with you. Yeah, you definitely. cannot control what your ex is doing, but you can control what you're doing and how I you do. respond, yeah. either with or without the kids.
0: What I often tend to find as well is that if you're in that situation where you've got this, you know, bubbling heat going on and conflict sometimes just one person shifting automatically the other person can't continue in the same way there's going to have to be a shift that occurs as well so it's having that courage to be the first person to make that shift in a positive direction yeah Yeah. and
1: unfortunately for us blokes we don't like to be seen as being weak and that's our biggest downfall Mm. that if we're shown to be weak Or we're shown back down, we're worried that our ex or their solicitors or whatever might Mm. run over the top of us and instead of taking an inch or giving an inch, someone's going to take a mile. But I absolutely agree with you in terms of just that psychology, let alone the time and the money and the Mm. angst that goes along with a long drawn out separation can all be avoided by just having the courage to just be a little bit flexible. Yeah,
0: it's almost like that. It's, it's In my view, it's not a sign of weakness. In fact, no. it's a sign of strength. Correct, yeah. exactly right.
1: And For why sure. would you want to hang on to it any longer than you have to? Oh, why would you gosh. want to just cut it yeah. off as clean as you can and That's you can right. move forward, they can move forward and you can sort of re-establish your life as quickly as you possibly can. But yeah. you see a lot, I see it a lot in my practice that mm. some people just want to hang on to it because it actually becomes a bit like a safety blanket. If they've got this drama going on in their life, yes. it can stop them from focusing on the things that they know they can change or need to change but aren't sure how to, they can hang on to Mm. X is this and X is that and this is not fair and that's not fair but you know, it's a story, yeah, it can become a story, yeah.
0: Well on that point of um, that, you know, getting on with your life into the future, there's an element there that we want to develop in of respecting your ex. Yes. And some people will find that very difficult <laughs> to believe that in yep. the future, one day, yes. you might be able to develop some respect for that ex-partner. Exactly. Yep. Tell us a little bit about what are the ways that we can get to work on respecting the ex?
1: Yeah, look, respecting the ex is a it can be very difficult, particularly if there has been a lot of animosity and a lot of heat in situations. And, and I, unfortunately, like you, do deal with a lot of drawn-out cases that there's a lot of things said and done. So mm. I appreciate it's not always that easy. But what I want you blokes to understand is that you will always be dad. Yeah. And particularly kids you just want to keep that front and centre mm. in every communication and in every interaction that you don't want your kids to look at you and go, well, yeah, well, mum said this, but what I've seen you do is X, so, you know, what mum's saying might be true. So yeah. we don't want to give the kids any actual evidence that mm-hmm. what is being suggested by somebody else is actually true. So if you can wow. just think about, okay, well, I can put a bit of a boundary, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a, a, a protective layer around me that the I don't have to act yeah. out a shield, yep. then everything mum says or everything the X says eventually will mm. just wash away because the kids aren't seeing anything physically yes. to support the you know the theory they're actually not going to see it in reality which means yeah. they're going to be able to make their own mind up and understand that hang on a second dad's mm. not doing anything he hasn't said anything he's yes. always been pleasant he's always been up front he hasn't sort of derailed anything mm. maybe he's not as bad as people make him out to be unfortunately that can take a while but if you just have the courage to sit still and do that eventually
0: it's a long term it's a yeah, long term game job. there isn't uh, it it certainly been. is yeah i um i i thoroughly relate to that because in circumstances where there's a separation if you've got one parent that's constantly belittling or denigrating the other yeah. and the other parent doesn't buy into that yes. it sets such an example for those children it does Um, Because it ends up, the person that's belittling and denigrating the other parent ends up really just tarnishing themselves. Exactly right, yep. And and you're right, it does take a while. It's a long-term game, but it is something that the children eventually do understand. That's right. I guess my take on that is also that it it sets the example for the children it, it sets the it sets the modeling of, of yep. responsible adult behavior for their own relationships in yes. the future as well absolutely tell us about the impact that these behaviors then have on the kids long term
1: oh yeah look i mean and, and i don't want to be disrespectful to anyone but if there is a parent out there that is sort of stifling or stopping um the children from accessing their ex i just want to say that that is a a world of hurt for everyone mm. and you may feel completely justified by that and there may be extenuating circumstances so again I'm talking about it generally but if, there, yeah. actually, but if there is no physical, psychological reason to do that other than you're quite angry and mm. quite upset I just really want to have every parent just sort of think about the long-term impact of their kids yes. for one child to be alienated from another parent mm. there's no winners there and yeah. what will end up happening is that your child that you've got access to 24-7 Will eventually end up not liking you, mm. and worse, could end up doing very similar things to their future relationships. And their yes. relationships can be impacted because mm. they're seeing that okay, well, what you do is you become a bit angry, you become a bit bitter, and you don't let go, and everything that someone else does is wrong, mm. and then they can really be impacted by that in terms of the way they go about. their relationships and as you've identified that modeling is critical so just have a think that you're impacting your children's Mm. well-being and psychological welfare long term you might think you're helping you're actually not
0: it's such an important thing to consider that long-term aspect yeah absolutely now tell me joel for for our listeners who are looking at reaching out for some Mm. help what type of helpers out there where should they start
1: yeah look there's a lot of great resources particularly for us blokes because we're probably not going to go out and speak to our mates around a barbecue about who the good psychologists are or who the good therapists are yeah. or you know they might be more inclined to ask who the good family solicitors are but beyond yeah. that they're probably uh, not so keen to reach out but there are lots of resources whether that's you go online and you look mm. at things like black dog institute or lifeline or uh, beyond blue there's lots of great online resources that i would encourage you you can get apps these days for just about everything there's meditation apps there's yoga apps there's Mm. mindfulness apps so a lot of those great apps online can be great little introductions to you know looking after yourself obviously there's things like myself coming to make an appointment with a psychologist would yeah. be great or your family GP who might be able to point in the right direction. Can
0: I ask you about the family GP because I must yep. say a lot of people who come and speak to us aren't aware that you can actually receive a, a mental health plan from your you GP yep. and have some subsidised counselling. Can, can you tell us a bit yeah, how absolutely. that works? So
1: all that needs is a referral from your GP to a psychologist And the problem is it's a little bit overwhelming because you have to make the appointment with the doctor and then you have to sit through some paper tests and you have to answer some questions. So it's pretty daunting and I think that probably turns a lot of people off. But if you can just sit through that process, then what will happen is if your doctor recommends it they will give you a referral through a mental mm-hmm. health care plan mm-hmm. for a psychologist and then you can be entitled to uh, rebates through medicare for up yeah. to 10 sessions mm-hmm. or some psychologists will, will actually do what's called bulk billing so they will take that care plan and whatever the medicare subsidy is that will go directly to the psychologist so you won't have to be out of pocket at all right so there are plenty of opportunities and mm-hmm. plenty of resources you, again you just have to have the courage to reach out for help, and you've got it. to do it, yeah. you absolutely have to do it.
0: I guess one of the objections that we hear a bit is, well, I don't want to go to a psychologist or to my mm. doctor because it's going to look bad for me.
1: Yeah.
0: But I think uh, what people need to appreciate is that it actually looks worse if you don't have yeah. that insight to recognize that you need some help. Yeah, absolutely. It's far better to put your hand up and say, hey, yes. I'm reaching out, I need some support, yeah. And that's documented, yes. Of it's course. available to you of know course. those sorts of, of and it records. can be used the wrong way. i have yes, certainly it it's the wrong way. It can be. Used wrong but by and large, if yeah. you're compliant with what your doctor's yes. recommendations exactly right. are and you're attending counselling yes. in accordance with the, the yep. suggestions of your therapist, exactly. it's actually a really positive yeah. outcome.
1: It's about empowerment.
0: Yeah. What yep. it
1: does is gives you that little bit of space where you can talk to someone who's mm-hmm. independent, who doesn't know anything about you, that doesn't have a vested interest and they can talk to you about what's good and what's not good. They can mm-hmm. say, you, okay, listen, I'm not sure that part of the story is best for you. We could look at this. When your ex does that, you can do this. It can be empowering. It's like a toolbox. Yeah, so I was just
0: it's about con- to say yeah. that. It's like a toolbox, Absolutely. isn't it? It's a tool you toolbox. Need, you need some strategies. Yep. And when your ex pushes this button, Absolutely. How, do this you, how do you get avoid it, yeah, flicking it, yeah, the switch? <laughs> hey,
1: exactly right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right. So it's a toolbox. Yeah. And I get yep. that it's confronting because mm-hmm. it's not something that, again, that we talk about and it's seen as something that's weak. Mm. I, I as a bloke I absolutely get why you wouldn't, but I wanna just encourage every guy out there listening, you get your toolbox together, yep. you have that empowerment to be able to react the way you want to, not get drawn into, mm. you know, long-winded discussions or angst or animosity with someone that clearly has an agenda and if that's got, you know, trouble written all over it, you wanna be as well away from that as you can. Yeah. But you don't want to go down the path of avoiding, which yes. a lot of blokes do. So yeah. you've just gotta have the courage to withstand the, the barbs and the arrows and try mm. and just keep pressing forward in the right mind frame
0: fantastic well look I, I think there's probably a lot of books out there as well off the top of your head this is a question without oh, notice okay. um, c- can you suggest any books that, that you're aware of that might be handy
1: yeah look i mean there's a lot of great books out there and to be absolutely frank Andrew, i don't know any off the top of my head but what i would suggest is if you just google book titles yeah. Yeah. and i would you know they old saying don't judge a book by its color no. but i would encourage if you see a title <laughs> that resonates you know that there's books out there don't sweat the small things and all those sort yeah. of books out there which can oh, help gosh, but i've got
0: to say i remember when i went through separation yeah. i read the don't don't sweat the yes. small stuff yes and i found that really
1: absolutely helpful. so that can yeah. help in some ways. so yeah. something like that can, can be and there's a lot more um you know uh strongly titled books yes. nowadays around that sort of thing so just go and find the title of the book and read it yeah. You'll, you'll get something out of it like I'm a big book reader myself in terms mm-hmm. of self-help and those sort of things and that you'll get bits and pieces out of it but what I would suggest is first and foremost make sure that you've got the courage to understand that you need to do something mm. and that no one gets out of this scot-free there yeah. are scars and there are emotional mm-hmm. overwhelm and there's points involved that you really need some support with so it's about yeah. having the courage again just I need some help and I'm gonna. if I want to do something by myself I'll do that or if that's not working I'm going to reach out for some professional support
0: Fantastic. Now speaking of professional support, yes, I understand absolutely. that um, you are looking at pulling together a course called Roller Coaster. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes, yeah,
1: so uh, a colleague of mine, Alison, and I are putting together a Roller Coaster program and what that has been titled is a, it's called the 8 Week Survival Guide to uh, Separation. Oh, so fantastic. the ups and downs of separation. We're, we're for, uh, It's not just about blokes, it's obviously for, for guys and, and girls. So mm-hmm. what we want to talk about is how to Understand yourself how to understand the, the emotions you're going through how to communicate effectively and more importantly about how to identify Who you want to be and how you want to go about your life into the future. So it's an eight-week course Fantastic. Um, So you can you can jump online and have a look at that Yeah, um, where,
0: but, we, where would we go to? Yeah, so you can
1: that? you can get on to um, Relating as us there's a website. So mm-hmm. if you go to us au. has put up some information there, Um, you can have a look on our website as well so endeavourwellness.com.au you can check out the information and we've got the little um, 8 week sort of guide up there in terms of just some general points about what you can learn right. or you can give us a call and we're more than happy to talk you through it but yeah it's just a good opportunity to do a bit of a group program and yeah. just be able to relate with people that may be going through something That's very a similar. fantastic idea yeah. you
0: get a, a group of people together that can all you know, work through this together and, and have a support yeah. network in one yes. another as well.
1: Absolutely. yeah. yeah. And you want to make sure when you've come out of your separation that you're not coming out too um, different mm-hmm. to how you started yeah. and you want to make sure that you're You've got enough insight to not replicate similar behaviours or have similar things happen in the future. So that's what that rollercoaster program is about: I is see. essentially at the back end understanding you and you having the courage to do things a little bit differently and not be too, you know, um, jaded around what's happened. Mm. And you know, because in that state, you're not going to learn some of the things that you need to learn. So it's about just that self-awareness yeah. as much as anything.
0: That's wonderful, mm. and, and we would certainly encourage uh, people who are going through that separation to. To reach out for that type of support yeah. because, from my perspective, when when I'm with a client and they're in that in that headspace of just unable to think clearly mm-hmm. and everything's such a cloudy situation yeah. for them, having that support in the background is going to help them make better decisions, more logical decisions when they start processing. Yes. Yeah. Their feelings Absolutely. and emotions, yeah. Yeah. and
1: and I guess a good thing for someone like yourself, Antoinette, is obviously you're very conscious about, you know, trying to rep or try to separate this and try and make sure that people come out of this as, you know, as balanced as possible, mm-hmm. if some people can actually take advantage of people in those situations and want long drawn out affairs because there's secondary gains for them so that's right having a great family solicitor is really important in all this someone that can just sort of help you step back out of it and understand that going to court Mm -hmm. in a long two three four year battle just does not serve a purpose so that's something that's really important as well making sure you're getting Neutral advice, I mean, Mm. you want to be very careful, and obviously, you talk about it more from a legal perspective. Just making sure whoever's advising you in the legal section is trying to work with you and not trying to tell you how to run your matter, that you're sort of having a bit of a balanced discussion around what you want. But you've got to have the courage to hear someone saying, listen, that's not a great idea, or we can try this or try that. So it's a bit of a two-way street, particularly from a legal side of things as well. Indeed.
0: Well, Well, you know, from our perspective, we are all for getting people to resolve their matters in a sensible and practical way and completely avoid the court process where humanly possible. It's a dreadful process. It is. Uh, but yeah that that's fantastic advice joel thank you yeah. very much for your time today oh no problem yeah. thanks for
1: having me on the on the podcast look i appreciate it
0: yeah i look forward to having you back again soon i thoroughly enjoyed chatting with joel his down-to-earth approach is just perfect I really hope the conversation inspired you to make a plan of action to put some support in your corner. When you finish listening, write up your top three things you can do to make it happen. I look forward to speaking to you again soon when we'll explore more ways to help you soar. Until then, take care of you.